access granted. Access is always granted to you, my friends. Hello, and welcome to We Live on a Planet, the unscripted, unedited, personal journey of me with a variety show flair. This happens to be episode 551, and it's Saturday early morning when I'm recording this. Saturday, June 18th, to be exact, 2022. Episode 551, like I said, we're titling this one Dreams in Your Heart. Chilly because it's early. It's only 57 degrees Fahrenheit with the temperatures it feels like 53. And today it's going to be partly sunny and a little bit on the chillier side with the temperatures of only 64 degrees Fahrenheit. Currently the winds are whipping out of the north at 19 miles per hour, so I'm sure Lake Ontario is rolling pretty good right now. Going to be chilly, but at least it's not snow. Stick around when we come back. We'll start off with our quote. We'll be right back. Just like that, we're back. All right, here's our quote. Don't be pushed around by the fears in your mind. Be led by the dreams in your heart. Roy T. Bennett. Don't be pushed around by the fears in your mind. Be led by the dreams in your heart. Boy, I can tell you, I am pushed around by the fears in my mind way too often. My mind is a terrible thing sometimes, and it can be a big trap for me. But I think that uh, one of the things that I, I kind of have a dream still in my heart is that this podcast that you're listening to, that I enjoy doing and I've been doing since 2017, somebody's going to notice it besides you. And I'm happy you noticed it, and I'm happy that you listen. But I have a feeling in my heart that even though i am been grinding and going, and I'm like, what am I doing? Here's 551 episodes. For what? Well, for for a lot of reasons. It gets so much stuff out of my brain. So even if it is never noticed by anybody but you, that's okay with me. It really is. But. The fears in my mind sometimes hold me back with this show. And so I got to be led by my dreams in my heart and let myself be open even more sometimes. The times that I'm afraid to push that scary red button when I'm really depressed or having a lot of anxiety, maybe those would be good shows. Maybe they would help somebody when they're struggling to know that they're not the only one that's going through it. And... um Maybe you know about me being sober, and that helps you, gives you a little bit of solace knowing that people can live a sober life. I'm coming up on eight or seven years, I almost said eight, seven years in August, and uh, oh stop, it's no big deal. It is kind of a big deal because I'm an alcoholic, and I always will be, and um, to say that I beat that at least today who knows what tomorrow is going to bring but today I beat it and I beat it yesterday I said it and it sounds so corny but sobriety is never owned it's always rented and rent is due every day 
And that is true. If you're struggling with alcohol or any addiction, any type of addiction, you know that your sobriety is never really owned, that you're always got to constantly work at it. I know that on my road trip with my buddy, he likes to drink his Jameson whiskey. He's Irish. And uh, I have no problems being around alcohol. I said it before. But I did have a twinge when we were in the one of the hotel rooms at one time where I was like, I wouldn't mind a sip of that, you know, a shot. And as I'm saying it, my buddy's like, oh, no, should I stop drinking? I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. Even though I said I want a sip of it, I'm not having one which makes me feel stronger because I want it, but I'm not going to have it. I'm, I decided not to. And that's like an accomplishment to me. So it was right there. And I just, I'm an adult. If I want to, I can have it. Nothing's going to stop me. It's just something I have to decide to do. So, and I'm happy I have, and it's not always easy. Yeah, it can be hard at times. Dang, it can be hard. There's times I want to. I wished I could, well, I know I can, quit smoking cigarettes. I've gone a year and four months is the longest I've ever gone. And it's really difficult to quit. I've gone three days and then pick it back up. I've gone a week and pick it back up. And once you pick up one cigarette, you've decided you're smoking again. Because you can't just have one. It's just like a Lay's potato chip or like for me a beer. I wouldn't be able to have just one beer. So, all right, stick around. When we come back, I'm going to ramble some more. And then we're going to learn today too. We'll be right back. We're back. So I am patiently, patiently waiting for my Roadcaster Pro 2 to arrive it should it hasn't even shipped yet but it should ship the end of the month yay can't wait to get my hands on it and push every little button it has and turn every knob it has and test out all the features and supposedly it's 17 times more powerful than the roadcaster pro one that i'm using right now 17 times more powerful with preamps on board and other types of fancy jargon stuff that I don't quite understand. I don't even understand on my Roadcaster 1 how I even was able to hook it up, set it up, download the firmware is beyond me. <laughs> Same as my Shearwater dive computer, which I love. I have a Cadillac of dive computers it does everything but dive for itself, and it has a lot of features, and um, it took me a little while to figure it out, but it's I'm able to do it. It's pretty neat because you, it's got its own cloud system, so as soon as I'm done with the dive, I turn on my Bluetooth on my dive computer, do Bluetooth, or Bluetooth on my dive computer, and then send it right over to my phone, and all my dives now are on an app on the phone. I can also look through the dives on my dive computer. Speaking of diving, if you follow the show, you know I was going to be go diving this Friday on the St. Lawrence River with Coach, my dive instructor, but I didn't go. No, I didn't go. 
it was i thought i was it was a misunderstanding miscommunication i thought it was going to be an a.m early dive ended up going to be an afternoon dive the weather was going to be dicey it's in hammond new york so it's a little bit of a drive for me and so i opted uh not to do the afternoon dive that's okay but the next time i'll be on the river is uh in july sometime for my advanced open water certification scuba diving cert which will allow me to dive up to 130 feet also gives me um some features that i will let me let me pull out my dive book hold on i got it right here in front of me so my advanced open water dive i will also be doing um underwater navigation deep diving boat diving, peak performance, buoyancy, and search and recovery. Those are the ones that you can um, uh, highlight, I guess, is the word I'm looking at. There's also altitude diving, digital, digital underwater imagery, drift diving, dry suit diving, fish identification, night diving, underwater naturalists, and wreck diving which we will i will be a wreck diver anyways because i've dove over the key storm more than once and it's an awesome wreck to dive over i want to dive over the america which is a shipwreck not far from the key storm and then also the vickery which is deeper in water but once i get my advanced open water certification i will be able to do that Yay! I'm so curious if my new Rodecaster Pro 2, I did say it before, if these sounds will be here, if I'll have these sounds, or if it will just be. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm sure there'll be something, some kind of maybe electric crickets, just like these guys, <laughs> which I barely ever use my electric crickets. But I definitely use my cheer and I use my intro outro music and you know the my transition sound. I use that one often as well. Speaking of transitions, we're gonna take one right now as we take a little break and I fuel up on some coffee. We'll be right back. Yeah, we tease them a lot because we got them on the spot. Welcome back. Did you get a chance to Google Welcome Back Kata and check it out? It's a good show. Funny. I don't know if the humor, if I would still think it was funny, but I probably would. I, I used to love Taxi, too. Taxi was a good show. And I can remember watching... I don't know why I'm going, this is way off tangent, I hadn't, didn't even plan on talking about this, but The Love Boat, and then right after Fantasy Island, and I loved Fantasy Island. Oh, I loved that show, that was good. Unless it was like a corny love show, Fantasy Island, I always liked when there was an action-adventure, Fantasy Island. All right, moving forward, hold on for one second. I'm back, I had to clear my throat. So my oldest daughter and her boyfriend are coming over today. 
So I'm very excited that they're coming over for a visit, an early Father's Day visit, or as my oldest daughter is calling it, Parents' Day. <laughs> because she was laid up on Mother's Day pretty bad. She had to have foot surgery. If you follow the show, you know I talked about that. We spent a week out there helping her. And uh, foot's doing much better. She's getting around a lot better. She doesn't have to use crutches and all that stuff. So that's good. So they're coming over today. And um, we're going to celebrate a little bit of family. So that would be nice. And speaking of family, so far so good with my youngest daughter and her new job. I'm really proud of her. She really likes it. She's getting to work outside which she loves, and she's not behind a desk or behind a counter anymore. She was working at a credit union for over two years, and now she's uh, basically her own boss, working outside with 401k option plus other benefits, and I'm really proud of my girls. I'm happy for them. I'm happy to see them happy. Their boyfriends are great guys. I would be happy if either one of them asked me for my daughter's hand in marriage, I'd say yes to both of them because I like them both, and uh, I would like to call them my son-in-law. As it is my oldest daughter's boyfriend, when he introduced me to people, he'll be like, this is my father-in-law, and uh, it's funny. So I, I cannot wait to watch Peaky Blinders. Do you watch Peaky Blinders? Peaky Blinders last season is out, and I can't believe I haven't binged it, watched it. I think there's only six episodes. It's a really good show. I really like it. I'd also like to see, I don't go to the movies much, um, but I would like to see Maverick, the Top Gun sequel. That would be fun. I, I It's supposedly really good. You know, Tom's crazy and all, but he makes good movies. And I don't know if he's crazy. I say that word kind of throwing it out really willy-nilly, but he's kind of batshit crazy, but he does make good movies, and um, me saying he's batshit crazy is just only my personal take on it because I know I'm crazy, too. So speaking of not crazy, but facts that are crazy, and this is a did you know. Did you know Liechtenstein is still at war with Germany since 1866. Bismarck considered Liechtenstein way too small to include in the peace treaty. Thus, technically, Liechtenstein has been at war for 156 plus years, 156 years or so. Can you believe that? That was a did-you-know did fact. And um, now we got a little wrinkle on our brain. While we're here, too, before we move forward with uh, Did You Know, or with a break, how about Word of the Day before the break? And here we go. Redolent. Let's hear that one more time. Redolent. Redolent. R-E-D-O-L-E-N-T. It's an adjective. As a cinnamon or of aromatic, the word redolent can describe something that has a noticeable smell without specific specifying the scent, <laughs> but more often is accompanied by of or with a means full of specific fragrance, as in 
redolent with smoke. Here's an example. No matter what time of year he visited, his grandmother's house was always redolent of cloves and other warm spices. Redolent. Come on. Redolent. Redolent. All right. Got another wrinkle on our brains. Stick around. We'll be right back. And just like that, we're back. And we are at the History Channel's website. I want to learn something what happened on this day of history. And on this day of history, the War of 1812 begins. The War of 1812. Um, here in the city of Oswego, we were part of the War of 1812. The Battle of Oswego in 1815, 1814 or, yeah, 1814, I believe it was. May 5th, 6th, and 7th. And the bombarding could be heard all the way to Rochester, to as far as Kingston, and uh, across the pond, across the lake, not the pond. And um, it's pretty amazing. There was 300 men that were stationed at the fort, and the British overtook the fort, but the 300 men that were stationed there were able to get the supplies out of the fort so when the British got there, there was nothing for the British to take except for they ransacked the city of Oswego and took all the food supplies because they needed to feed all the British soldiers. There was only maybe 800, I think, people living in the city and about 300 soldiers at the fort, if memory serves. I know 300 soldiers, but I don't know about the 800 people. I could be a little wrong on that. All right, moving forward. France, 1815, Napoleon defeated at Waterloo. At Waterloo in Belgium, Napoleon Bonaparte suffers defeat at the hands of the Duke of Wellington. Women's history, 1983. I remember this. I was 13. Sally Ride becomes the first American woman in space. Dr. Sally Ride. Uh, World War II, 1940, Hitler and Mussolini meet in Munich. Too bad somebody couldn't go back in time travel back to that day and do something with those two while they're meeting. Sports, 1960, Arnold Palmer wins the U.S. Open. Golf is so boring to me. It's a hard sport, but it's boring. All right, what else do we have? Art, literature, and film history, 1967, the Monterey Pop Festival reaches its climax. By the time they got to Woodstock, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, The Who, and the Grateful Dead were established superstars, heroes to the roughly half a million worshipping fans who trekked up to the Max Yarger's farm to see them in the summer of 1969. Yet two years earlier, two years earlier, they were entirely unknown to most of the worshippers. All four iconic figures on the 1960s music scene entered the American popular consciousness at an event that pre preceded and provided the inspiration for Woodstock itself, the Monterey Pop Festival. Held over three days during the height of the Summer of Love, the Monterey Pop Festival came to close in June 18, 1967, with a lineup performance that included all the formidable acts, as well as Buffalo Springfield, the Mamas and the Papas, all kinds of other bands. 
Yeah. All right. What else happened? Sadly, 1972, jet crashes after taking off at Heathrow, killing 118 people. Crime, 1984, a radio host is gunned down for his controversial views. Talk radio host Alan Berg is gunned down and killed instantly in his driveway in his home in Denver, Colorado, on June 18, 1984. The 50-year-old host whose show was on station KOA, gained strong following in the early 80s, stirring up controversy with his outspoken personality and his liberal views. So somebody shot and killed him. Cold War, 1979. Jimmy Carter and Leonard Brezhnev signed the SALT II nuclear treaty. Then lastly, American Revolution, 1778, the British... Abandon Philadelphia. Philadelphia freedom. Dun, dun. I just had uh, Elton John stuck in my head. Okay, we'll be right back. Stick around. Looking back to the fact site to get some wrinkles on a brain. Here are 15 fascinating facts about New York State, my hometown. Born and raised right in New York State, a rock throw from where I'm living right now, the hospital, a swigger hospital. Most commonly known as the Empire State, New York was the 11th state to join the United States of America on July 26, 1788. It has a population of over 19 million people as of 2019, making it the fourth most populous state. I think it's a little more populated now. New York is bordered by the states of Connecticut, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Vermont, and New Jersey with 54,000 plus square miles of land and water it's the 27th largest state the capital of new york is albany situated in the far east of the state by the vermont and massachusetts border all right people have been living in new york for more than 12,000 years the first group of people to ever inhabit the americas were the paleo indians wow these early settlers first came to the Americas via the Burling Strait sometime between 13 to 15,000 years ago. Isn't that crazy? All right, moving forward. Many different Native American tribes lived in New York when Europeans first arrived. By the time the Europeans first made contact in the 16th century, there were already many well-established tribes living along modern-day New York region. And um, the majority of other tribes, well, it says those whose languages belong to the Anglo language group included the Nanakoke, Wanapako, I can't say it, Wanapagi, Lenape, and the Mahawkin people. 
The majority of other tribes included the Mohawk, Iroquois, and Pintoon, belonging to the Iroquois language group. Yeah. That was tough for me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to butcher those Indian names. The first European to explore the New York region was actually Italian. Yeah. Giovanni di Verzanio in 1524. The first European nation to lay claim to New York was the Dutch. Almost 100 years later, Europeans returned to claim to claim to lay claim to the region. Yeah, spit it out, Patrick. The first to do so was the Dutch in 1609. Yeah, New York City was used to be called New Amsterdam. The colony in New Amsterdam came to a rather abrupt end in August 27th, 1664. Britain had declared the region was theirs and such sent several warships to lay claim of the area. They captured New Amsterdam and demanded the the New Netherlands surrounded the entire colony of them. This was offici- officially in June 19, er, 1665, from which point New Amsterdam was renamed New York. All right. New York was caught up in the middle of the American Revolution. Kind of knew that. New York was once home of the nation's capital city. I did not know that. More than 400,000 men from New York fought during the American Civil War. Wow. New York is home to the oldest state park in the United States. Niagara Falls, which were originally surrounded by privately owned land, and for a long time, it wasn't easy to access this breathtaking natural wonder. And it is gorgeous, and it's way prettier on the Canadian side than the American side. But it was established in 1885. Since then, it's operated every year, giving it the title as the oldest operating state park in the U.S. Uh, a B-25 bomber once crashed straight into the Empire State Building. On July 28, 1945. Dang. And New York City has a secret train station. Uh, The track was initially built for storage purposes in 1910. Also, New York is also home to the largest railway station in the world. Grand Central Station. And I think that about sums up enough facts about New York. We'll be right back. Woo! Hopefully you didn't have your headphones on for that one. Jeff Sharkey flying by in car number 66. My friend Jeff Sharkey. I'm so uh, happy for him uh, that he is racing at a new new spot and uh, at Spencer. Spencer Racetrack, I was telling you the other day, and I said it was like near the border of Pennsylvania, but I'm totally wrong about that. But I do have his schedule 
out. And I'm excited because he is, is there one of the days? I think one of the days he said he might be, I don't see it right now, but he might be racing at a Swigo, which is a rock throw from us. But um, he raced last night and was doing pretty well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Been doing pretty well. And then I guess he ran into a little bit of engine issues. And so he wound up finishing 17th all. Despite having the engine issues, that's pretty good, I think. He started out position 6 in his heat. He was battling the motor issue. Um, but hey, I'm happy for him. Spencer Speedway. Spencer Speedway, car number 66, Jeff Sharkey. All right, my friends. Uh, I think that about sums it up. Thanks so much for your time, the most valuable gift you could ever give me. Please visit WLOAP.com where you can leave me a voice message, see all my past episodes, some pictures. There's a picture of Jeff, Jeff and I with his car. It's his car from last season. I got to get a picture up of his new car from this season. It's still red, but the black of it, his new car is, his, his car is still red, but the front of his new car is black and it looks pretty cool. And then my website is on the back of his car, WLOAP.com. And it's different lettering than it was last year. It pops on the car. It looks really nice. It's pretty cool to say that I can sponsor a race car. It makes me happy and Jeff's a good guy and so I'm glad I can sponsor somebody who's is friendly and from such a good family as him the Sharkies are a good family here in Oswego all right I think that about sums it up please like I said reach out to me also if you're listening on Apple please leave a review leave a five star leave five star and a review or something it goes a long way in the algorithm helps you get noticed Remember what I was saying about being led by your dreams in your heart. I kind of have that dream in my heart that maybe we live on a planet will be noticed by somebody besides yourself. Or if you're really liking we live on a planet, please tell a friend or a family member about it and say, hey, check out this show. Give him a chance and see what uh, he has to offer. All right, my friends, take care. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Peace.